podcast ain't played nobody. S&P Plus Analytics. Uh, are we going to call it the Top 30 Reveal Show? I don't know. We'll have to debate this later because we're in sure. hurry up mode. Uh, that's the Robot Bill Connolly. My name is Stephen Godfrey. We are going to go through the Week 2 scores and highlights and the fresh, fresh out of the oven, Bill. How old are these? Wait, like 45 minutes? Top 30 S&P? Uh, a couple hours. A couple hours. Not too okay. bad. You really don't know how to sell baked goods, do you? All right, number 30. No. NC State, uh, they beat up on Marshall. We're going to go in groups of five, by the way. Number 29, Boise State. Oh, I bet you didn't stay up late to see what happened there. Uh, number 28, Kansas State. Number 27, Oregon. And number 26, Virginia Tech. Bill, real fast, we'll probably talk a li- not as much this week about NC State at 30 and uh, Virginia Tech at 26. Both of those guys kind of took care of business. NC State uh, acquitted themselves well against uh, Marshall, but... Boise State, what happened, Bill? Man, that was something. I know I did not watch. I, I held on to the fourth quarter and then turned on the DVR, watched it this morning. But, um, you know, this was uh, so many things, so many quarterback injuries, so many plot twists. Is a really, really fun Pac-12 after dark game, but you have to feel for Boise. They really – they had it. They went with – you know, they had no choice but to go with Cozart when, when Rippin went down. He was kind of – Flying by the seat of his pants a little bit, it worked, and then he made just the worst shovel pass decision you're ever going to see somebody make, and that flipped the game around. Uh, three overtimes? Yes, three overtimes, 47-44. Uh, Boise had this game. It was a 21-point uh, yeah. fourth-quarter lead. Uh, this was one that is going to hurt for a while because I rem- you know, I, I was, I was kind of winding down somewhere around the third quarter of this game thinking – Boise's going to be in a weird position because they can they could run the table and they don't have enough merit to get in the conversation. Even and you know we've talked about this on the show before. They never really have the, enough merit to get in the conversation because the playoffs are rigged against the G five. But this would have been a really really tough year to make that argument because they would have Wazoo and Virginia and you know BYU. That's just not strong enough to sort of kick the door in. And Troy um, doesn't matter. Uh, Wazoo comes back. Pac-12, uh, Wazoo is not someone to take lightly anymore. If anything, I guess just they have – they're sort of doing what they always have done, but they – would it be – I guess you can't call last night luck, but um, they're winning the weird games instead of losing them. <laughs> yeah, that is uh, – well, I mean, that's basically what they did two years ago. Two years ago they were a pretty bad team, but they won every close game, and so they ended up – I mean, right now, just FYI, they are 31st. So basically – this was kind of a game where both teams kind of affirmed their lot in life, so to speak, and it came down to a couple of weird bounces and a couple of overtimes. So, um, but I mean, yeah, they're, they're a solid top forty team. I'm not really willing to to go too much further than that. But um, they won a game where their quarter, where their career leading yardage quarterback got hurt, and they made a big comeback with him hurt. So that's that's always very. Bill, impressive. I contended in a blog that should be up by Monday over at SB Nation that it doesn't matter if Oregon is quote back yet because it's two games into a new coaching era, and they went four and eight last year. So to to make any sort of judgment would be grossly premature. However, um, you look at their upcoming schedule; they're two and zero. Oh, they could easily be 5-0 and when the meat of Pac-12 play starts. And so for Willie Taggart, who's playing, like, I think it was either 12 or 13 true freshmen yesterday, they can maintain the sizzle that he's got in recruiting. They look good on offense. They are still very much what they are on defense. Um, Jim Levitt is not a faith healer. But 
this was a good win for Oregon over Nebraska. It wasn't a fantastic, you know, uh, narrative-changing win by any stretch, especially when you don't score a point in the second half. Um, but, you know, I think they gave up. Well, I think it was, the second half was 21 nothing Nebraska. So it went from looking like Oregon is back-back, which would have been premature, yes, but just, oh, hey, Oregon uh, has a pretty good offense and still has a lot of issues on defense. Yeah, I was tailgating during this game, so I've not watched it on the DVR yet, but um... – no, I have no idea why they were favored by as much as they were, uh, but they they won and uh, it was a nice win. And now they get now they get a really weird road. All of those freshmen got to go to Laramie, <laughs> yeah. which is a, a unique uh, place to play, if nothing else. So it is kind of a that, that's going to be like the next test on the list. First, you got your all the kinks out against Southern Utah. Then you got a uh, big lead and, and had to figure out how to maintain a lead at home. Now you got to figure out how to win on the road. And I mean. Pass the first two All tests. right, next set, Bill. Hey there, SEC. You ready? 25. Yeah, 25, Tennessee. They beat up on Indiana State. 24, uh-oh, somebody was tied with Nickel State, and that's somebody's Texas A&M. Uh, number 23, Mississippi State. Uh, definitely took care of business at La Tech. They're going to be home for LSU this weekend. It's going to be a big, big game. Number 22, uh, Ole Miss looked terrible early against UT Martin. Just kind of woke up, did their thing. Very much a Jefferson Pilot game in spirit, for those of you who get that joke. And number 21, your Texas Longhorns. Nobody watched them destroy San Jose State because it was on LHN. Um, It was essentially a referendum on nothing, and they beat a really bad team. I was just curious to see if they would score more points against San Jose State. If they would score more points against San Jose State than Charlie Strong and USF did. But they, I think I believe they outscored Charlie. So, um, yeah. not a lot of um, insight in this group, really. Uh, yeah, there's just there's not a lot yeah. of movement yet. Uh, if you've played one game, uh, then the you, the preseason projections are still ninety percent of your rating, and if you've played two, it's eighty percent. Like it starts to regress. It, it starts to um, dissipate more and more now. Uh, once we get to three or four weeks, we get a little bit more of a healthy sample of plays. But, um, yeah, it's so, you know, A&M has looked like absolute crap for about the last yep. six quarters. Uh, they, they, they fell. I mean, they, they fell further than anybody else in the top 25 did. It's just kind of hard to, when you're at the top, when you're at either the top or the bottom, it's kind of hard to move too far. And so they've only dropped to 24th, but obviously that's, gonna, that's going to continue to go down unless they turn things uh, around. Three of these teams played FCS opponents. Texas played San Jose State. Let's put a pin in Mississippi State. I was very impressed with what they did in offense, but we'll talk about their opponent as we get closer to the top. All right, next set, you ready? Number 20, your Georgia Bulldogs. Number 19, TCU beating Arkansas. Let's start a little anxiety watch in Fayetteville. We'll get there in a second. Uh, number 18 yeah. is the team that Georgia beat in South Bend, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Number 17, Oklahoma State. And number 16, sitting uh, sitting put through a hurricane, is uh, are the Florida Gators. So um, real fast, Oklahoma State played another one of those games that uh, you probably should have watched. You didn't watch. What I, you know, they, they completely annihilated a team that was less talented than them. We don't know anything about Oklahoma State yet, except they're really good against inferior opponents. And um, I, you know, this may be the kiss of death because on Wednesday show, Bill, I said I'm really anxious to see what Auburn and Stanford look like. So I don't want to say that about Oklahoma State yet, although I am kind of interested. All right, Notre Dame at 18, Georgia at 20. I got so many whines about this on Twitter when I put up the rankings, but I don't know what – I mean, 
They were 21st and 17th, and then Georgia won by one, and now they're 20th and 18th. That sounds pretty much dead on right to me. I don't know. I don't really know uh, what else to say about it. Both teams kind of proved – well, number one, both teams proved themselves defensively. That was a um, much more physical defensive game than I expected to see from it. Uh, the parts I got to see, I have, to, I have more to watch, but um, – Lots of when I posted the little advanced box score thing earlier in the day where, you know, the, the green numbers are good, offensive numbers, and the red ones are bad. There's a lot of blood on that so uh, box blood. score. This was a defensive battle. And, um, and good for Georgia because I think Notre Dame's got a really good offense. So uh, they, all I can really say about Georgia is they've had two unique tests. They've passed them both. Um, and, the, you know, they'll have some more on the way, but good, uh, good start for them so far. don't know what to make of them yet, but probably your favorite to win the East. I, I tried to I tried to say that as if uh, every know, question mark was next to, or there was a question mark next to every word. Right. Yeah, Tennessee's gonna have a, sh- a shot. Florida. Yeah, I don't even want to talk about Florida because that quarterback situation is is just getting dumb at this point. But um, you know, if Georgia if Georgia's own quarterback situation uh, ends up kind of with a happy story here, then you know they absolutely. Uh, let's have do a the shot. next five. Uh, again, we're really building towards a more compelling conversation up top, but there's still just not a lot of movement yet as everyone gets the FCS kind of sh- shaken out of their schedule. Number fifteen, also a lot of storm delays. Number fifteen, Miami uh, uh, postponed. Uh, number fourteen, Louisville, uh, one of the games of the day. Uh, Beating North Carolina, number thirteen, Washington just murdered. Uh, it was Montana. Uh, Montana. Number twelve, Wisconsin took care of FAU and Madison. Um, I think FAU is the only Florida team that played. Uh, yeah, I think so. Oh, FIU played That's right. in. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, FIU. Yeah. Uh, somewhere. Uh, yeah. Mobile or and, something. Like uh, that. Yeah, we'll leave it. Those. Are, that's a group of five there. Um, oh, number eleven, Stanford. Uh, let's start there. Uh, yeah. I, I didn't get to see all of this game. I got to see most of this game. Uh, oh. I thought they would look better on offense. Stanford. Who? Oh, Stanford. Okay. Um, I didn't really have a problem with their offense. They they did they definitely slowed down. They came out of the gates firing, um, and it was really kind of like once USC proved they were gonna they were gonna score all night. Stanford kind of lost just, their edge I, a little bit. I thought bit, I but, thought there would uh, be some sort of call in response to what was happening, especially as bad as their defense looked. And then in the second half, they just didn't look like they were responding to a high-scoring situation. It just was, it was odd. Well, yeah, I mean, they don't have a fifth gear. They're not that kind they, of offense. You know, I feel but, like they're talented. Uh, they had plenty of time They're, they're to talented enough back. to do something, you know, to, to change it up a little bit. But um, this is my assessment well, I, watching yeah, this game I mean, like, I guess. Uh, next to two other games slipping back and forth. So Right. No, I I didn't really have any complaints about their offense. They were the passing wasn't quite as efficient as I expected, but I mean they, um, it, when you give up forty two, I mean I know USC's ceiling is what it is, but they USC just pushed Stanford yeah. around. Uh, you know, Carr and Ronald Jones had thirty four carries for two hundred thirty five yards, um, and then and then the third guy had forty nine more yards. So basically, the the, the USC backs had two hundred yards rushing. That's not supposed to happen when you've got the you know the physical nerds reputation that Stanford does. And so that, that was the most disappointing part of that game to me. They didn't fall here because, I mean, well, they lost to a better team. So that, you know, right, right there, that's going to be kind of hard to fall. But, you know, Bryce Love still looked really, really good. Uh, they had, uh, you know, some, a, a reasonable number of good pass plays, but Keller Crist only ended up 15 for 28. So there is a little work to be done I, there. I have no idea. None of us have any idea what the playoff picture is going to look like in week two. But Stanford is still very much alive, obviously. It doesn't really affect what they do in the north. 
that will come down to Washington and Oregon and Wazoo, but um, definitely takes the wind out of my sails. You know, I'm about to jump off Stanford. Early <laughs> yeah, no, I, I expected more of Stanford. I, I was very, very, very impressed with USC, and we'll talk about that. But I was, I was disappointed with Stanford. I expected to see a little more. And I, I think Washington right now, they're 13th in S&P. I think that's, that's underrated. I think they will end up that, – that's basically – we were talking about the effects that special teams have early on these, project, uh, on these numbers. Um, if they had a good special teams, they'd be about 10th right now. So that will probably rectify itself a little bit, and they'll probably end up the best team in the Bill. Patrick North. Lamar Jackson scored six touchdowns. Can we just say that it's appointment viewing regardless of the opponent now? Oh, yeah. I mean, no, he was um, – and, and North Carolina, they found their yeah. quarterback too. That was, that was a really, North really Carolina, fun North Carolina, best offense of any 0-2 team in the country. They've had a tough, very, very tough schedule early on in the season, but uh, which is going to be super interesting as we talk about A&M because Fedora is a candidate there and, you know, he's got a winless Carolina team. But – Man, Louisville, it is uh, – I'm not going to make a huge deal out of this that, – that the linebacker kid saying the stuff about Lamar. I think he was just – definitely wasn't out of context, but I just – it's not that big a deal. He was trying to be analytical about the game. But you know what? It didn't matter. Lamar did beat him. He beat him with his feet. He beat him with his, you know, with his arm. He beat him with his ability to, to use both. Uh, the kid is throwing on the run better than he was last year. I thought he, he's – it doesn't really matter if, if – you know, we've talked about how he's been they're, – they're trying to fit him into more of a pocket passer this year to help his draft prospects. Look, the kid's really good. The kid's really, really good. He doesn't yeah. need to adhere to a system. The system needs to adhere to him. And I, I think this is just another game that proved it. I don't – defensively, I don't think they're, they're set to really contend in the ACC. But in, in terms of watchability, this is a good football team. It's an incredibly exciting football team to watch. Yeah, and basically their ability to contend uh, for the ACC will basically depend on Lamar figuring out how to escape Clemson's pass rush. You know, if he does that, then, hey, everything could be awesome for them with defense aside because now Florida State maybe is – I don't want to overstate Florida State's ills yeah. here. They have a great defense too, but we, we, have to, we obviously have some things to learn about uh, their new offense basically and their new quarterback. So uh, just pressing pause on Florida State. Louisville's got, you know, every chance in the world of doing something really nice this season because of him. Their offensive line isn't any better, I don't think. Um, and that's disappointing, really, because uh, I'd love to see what he could do behind a really right. good offensive line. But, you know, behind this line, he was 393 and 132 rushing. That's uh, All right, let's jump ahead. You were foreboding there talking about Clemson and defensive, defensive performances. Uh, speaking of which, Bill, look at this beautiful segue. Number 10 is Auburn. Number 9 is Michigan. Yeah. Uh, Cincinnati looked good. Let's just, yeah, we'll kind yeah. of wave that little flag. Uh, number 8. Number eight, uh, Penn yeah, State yeah. uh, smeared Pittsburgh in a revenge game that it wasn't a revenge game, according to Penn State. Number seven, <laughs> number seven, you're fighting USC Trojans. We just talked about them. And the number six is Oklahoma. Um, you know what? Let's not talk about Oklahoma yet because I definitely think there's a, a different kind of conversation that starts at six all the way to one. So, Auburn. Is it as bad as it seems? I, I, I'm seeing stats out there now about the – I mean, really, the, the offensive performances of Malzahn's – this, I think it's the last, oh, gosh, six games, something like seven games. We, it, you're officially in trend territory. Something is happening here. They've made a change. Right. They, they, they bring in an outside play caller. There's still problems. Maybe Clemson's defense is that good. 
Right. I mean, that, that's, that's the part we don't know here. Auburn was very dis- – well, I mean, it was pass protection that was disappointing. Their run game was okay. They, they, got, they moved forward. Uh, you know, Stidham, it's hilarious with the number of times he got sacked and then the number of times he rushed. He had the very unique uh, stat line of 18 carries for negative 42 yards. Um, but they – I mean, they, they ran Petway. They tried as hard as they could to kind of stay out of awkward down-and-distance situations. They didn't really do a very good job of it, and then they couldn't pass. So, yeah, this was – maybe we find out that Clemson's just got an absolutely ridiculous defense. But it was still – you know, I thought there was an opportunity here. And, and, and Auburn's defense showed up. Auburn's defense was fine. They, they, Clemson couldn't run the ball. Um, Clemson barely even tried to run the ball yeah. outside of Kelly Bryant. Uh, and they got just a couple of nice pass plays. Really, the uh, the problem was that the Clemson only had to score seven points to win the game. So, uh, yeah, it, the burden of proof Which remains on the offense. We still need to hear about offense. how great a coordinator Kevin Steele is, although that defies logic to so many other people. Um, I, I mean, we're, that's the world we're living right now. We can't prove uh, them wrong right Michigan. now. Michigan, I don't know. It, it, it's okay to have this yeah. many questions in week two, but I got questions about Michigan because Cincinnati, hey, no surprise, right? Luke Fickle, Ohio State guy, goes into Ann Arbor. Uh, team... Right. You know, inarguably less talented. Okay, not even the AAC team that was scaring people a couple years ago. But this was—they went in there, they threw the ball pretty well, they were able to drive. Um, They—I—I I hate to to well actually because uh, I—I was very impressed got, with Cincinnati. But Hayden Moore was fifteen. He was fifteen for forty for one thirty-two. He did not. Th- he, had, got, he had like two good drives in basically. those two drives, which I watched both of. Which is <laughs> that's coloring my generalization. Yeah. They got down the field better than Florida did. Yeah, so no, no, no. Yeah, that, that was, it was good. It, it was, was like world beater was defense in. week one, Michigan. Well, okay, they can be you know not world beater, still very competent, but I don't know. I just. For it, they did not look good in a win. They did not look like what I expected in a win. I, I have no problem at all with their defense. I think their defense is fine. The That's offense what, gives Yeah, no, I meant me the though. entire product. The defense is – you're going to give up some yeah. passing yardage against the team. I mean, they, they they were decent, but no. it's um, Yeah, they Cincinnati had a 22% success yeah. rate, which is terrible. The national average is like 43, but Michigan's was 35%, and that's – Foreboding. I, I, I kind of stuck up for Wilton Spade in the offseason in my preview, just basically saying that when he was healthy, he, was, he, was, he wasn't like college football Hall of Fame or anything, but he wasn't bad. Uh, he was pretty bad. And, it, and it, it got better. He ended up, you know, 17 for 29 for 221. Like, it, they got better when they got pushed and suddenly they were barely ahead uh, in the third quarter. They rebounded and, and put the game away. But it was closer than expected. Okay, I know USC is 2-0. I know USC has Texas this week, and they just beat up on Stanford pretty good. But let's start this conversation at 6. Let's go 6-1 to one real fast, and, and you, you'll kind of understand where I'm coming from here, I think. Number 6, Oklahoma, they beat Ohio State. Number five, Clemson, they beat Auburn. Number four, Ohio State, they lose uh, to Oklahoma. And number three, Florida State's frozen. Number two, LSU, they do exactly what they're supposed to, just annihilate Chattanooga. And then number one, Alabama beats Fresno State in Tuscaloosa. Nothing really to write home about with one and two. So where is the two – where do you feel like two through four should be are you okay with the two through four that you have? Are you okay with the five? Because everyone wants to – so everyone's hot – Oklahoma, hottest team of the weekend, right? Fair to say? Right. Yeah, that was my the piece I wrote this morning. They were the team of the yes, week. Very, but, very much of the week, I think, is what I feel like you're, you're heading towards. Right. So Florida State doesn't have, the, doesn't have Francois hurricane problems. We don't know. So we almost just sort of – let's pull them out and put right. them aside right now. You have LSU, Ohio yeah. State – 
Clemson, Oklahoma, and maybe USC. And then also, if we really want to push here, maybe Penn State. Where do you draw? Yeah, I, I, it's. I, I want to make a separating line. I know I'm two weeks early, but I feel like you could do it somewhere at maybe eight. Nothing against nothing against Michigan. Exactly. So yeah, I mean, I maybe one imposter in two through eight, and I think Michigan may be good enough to be in that conversation. How's that? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I like what the – I don't really care about the order of 238. I just like pointing out that right now in terms of the S&P plus the margins, the, like the projected scoring margin, Alabama's at plus 31.5. That is uh, nearly eight points ahead of number two. But then number two through eight are separated by less than three points. And I think that sounds about right. Like you, th- you think about any of those teams playing each other, again, Florida State aside because we don't know enough there. Like th- those games could go in a lot of different directions. Now, that said, oh, you just won at Ohio State. So maybe, we, maybe there's another dividing line between two through eight and maybe they're, they're in the top half of it. And, we, and maybe USC is too after what we saw last weekend. But uh, yeah, I mean, the, the bottom line here is that just there's nothing been, there's nothing been settled yet. OU answered a lot of questions and now, you know, they're in a really intriguing situation. If you have to, forward. if you have but, to create yeah. this and you don't have to, but we, we used to do the, the selection committee segment where we would pick these teams in like week, you know, one and two and three, where we're trying to find a playoff four. Right. I think you pull LSU out because they, they've beaten BYU in Chattanooga. Uh, Mississippi state, I think will be a great test of where they have questions at right now. It's going to be uh, a really good game in Starkville. But for now, I would have to say I like Clemson and Oklahoma because the, the, I think that those are really, those are probably good wins and they probably will stay good wins for a little while. Um, and maybe probably USC as well, just in, turn, in the good wins quality. Like Penn State looks great, but Penn State has beaten Akron and Pitt. Um, Michigan looks great. Michigan has beaten a Florida team that I think might be bad and uh, Cincinnati. So, again, this is all an exercise in PTO. We don't have to do this, but – um, <laughs> right. No, no, that's, that's the group. And, 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 you know, we're, there doesn't have to be a line at eight. You, like you said, Michigan yeah. could be really good. Stanford could still uh, prove to be really solid. I think Washington probably deserves to be in that group. If at the lower end of it at the moment, Louisville has got maybe the best player in the country. So yeah, there's a lot to be figured out here, but what, from what we know from last season and who returns and all that. And from what we've seen so far, yeah, two through eight, like in whatever order you want to put them Very in. Very hard right. to, to create any sort of precedent right now in week two. But if I were to go out on a limb, I think I really like Clemson's defense. I think I saw some, like I, I saw something yeah. there versus whatever, whatever systemic problems that Auburn is having on offense. I just really like Clemson's defense. I think, I think Auburn will be fine as in the early stretch. Um, I don't know how good – I think LSU is a good football team. I don't know how good yet because we just haven't seen them play anyone of that caliber. Right. Um, you know, Ohio State's a team we haven't really talked about in here. Um, very uh, uh, very good to good. Uh, also, really, really hard to figure out right now. Um, well, I mean, I, actually, I mean, I, I think they're very easy to figure out. The, the problem is they're exactly what they were last year at this point. Um, uh, and no, sorry, let me let me rephrase. Not last year at this point, because uh, at this point last year they were the best team in the country. Uh, but just basically, they picked up at the end of last year, 
And they started with a new offensive coordinator, started with a couple new pieces, and they look exactly like the, the end of 2016 offense that can still run very efficiently. Uh, it can still convert third downs and play the field position game well, but just does not have the vertical passing game. We saw them, you know, a couple plays against Indiana when Indiana started getting a little stressed. Uh, they were able to throw, you know, 7 to 12 yards and turn that into something big. But against the elite defenses, they got really not much to offer. They ran the ball reasonably well against OU, but OU chased them down. OU seemed to have more speed than they did, which was eye-opening yeah. to a certain degree. And that's secondary. Uh, that, that's they secondary. shut down the path. Uh, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, Ohio State's defensive front is still incredible. OU averaged, whatever, four yards, three, four yards per carry for the most part. Uh, but they were able to – they have Baker Mayfield, and Baker, Baker Mayfield is the get-out-of-jail-free card. Uh, bad analogy since he was in jail br- uh, briefly in the offseason. But, I mean, he is basically like, oh, well, that run didn't work. Now we're in second and eight. Oh, well, we've got Baker. Just he's going to run around and find somebody. It's like um, – you know, I used to call Colt McCoy uh, way back when, like the passing downs magician, because third and seven was like third and one. Baker Mayfield is that, and and they've got probably the best offense in the country because of it. And if you've got that, and then you've got a lot of speed and and what seems to be pretty good attitude, like a little little salty on defense, you're gonna win a lot of games. And they so we're trying to figure out if this is the fault of Ohio State's offense, the champion or the championing of of Oklahoma's defense. We're trying to find out if this is the fault of Auburn's offense. Or if this is just how how damn good Clemson's defense is, what I'm <laughs> noticing here with these with these top twelve top fifteen teams is when there is an offensive problem, it is your fault. Is this maybe it's just the era that we're stuck in right now where it's we're, we we're really we're really hesitant to compliment defenses. It feels like you know what I've seen so far in early reaction on Twitter and, and the different team sites and stuff is that. It's Auburn's fault. It's Ohio State's fault. Maybe they're just there are right. still very, very good defenses at the top of the sport floating around um, in this in, in the pointy era. Just a thought. It's week two. I mean, they've got you know, especially when you've got as much freaking talent as Alabama and uh, Clemson and Michigan and whatnot have. Michigan, I get, I, I'm. I, th- I love Don Brown defenses. They are a little young, and so they'll probably be a little glitchier than last year. But drive for drive, they're going to be just, like, really close to as awesome. So they're good. Florida still seems to have a pretty good defense. We just don't – I mean, it, that's the only thing we know. And if it's not as good as last year's, then – I mean, it pretty much has to be as good as last year's. But LSU has a very, 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 very talented, fast, and, and reckless off- uh, defense. Um who else am I? I feel like I'm missing somebody. Wisconsin still seems to have their game, even though they went with, you know, a, a second year uh, def- coach to be their defensive coordinator. It seems to be working out. Florida State's front seven dominated Alabama. So, yeah, there are a lot of really just good, strong, talented defenses in the country. And maybe this, you know, if you've got an elite offense or elite defense versus a good offense, you know, maybe you right, dominate so that good offense. How much time left? Minute, minute and a half? We Whoa. have All three right. minutes and 20 we seconds. We were I'm going to give you what's still possible after two weeks, my best-case scenario playoff four. In, best and when I mean okay. by best cases, I mean what I think will be the most exciting. It doesn't involve Alabama. Are you shocked? I'm going to start with, <laughs> in no order, these are the playoff matchups I want. They're still alive in week two. LSU against Clemson. I'm thinking more offense, defense there in that in that area, and Penn State 
let's go Rose Bowl rematch with USC. I want Penn right, State out. Sell Alabama. me on this. <laughs> so to beat Alabama, and Bud uh, Elliott and I were talking about this last week, to beat Alabama, one thing you absolutely have to be able to do is beat their cornerbacks with your receivers downfield, create some big plays. Florida State was able to do it for about a quarter and a half. Uh, then at whatever Alabama does adjustments, which were, I think, basically, let's hit Francois a lot more. Um, that those advantages dried up. But Penn State, the one thing we absolutely know about Penn State is, number one, I mean, they are still inefficient. They're still they – w- they would not even pretend to try to, like, muscle over Alabama, in SP, even on, like, third and one situations. I think they have the absolute perfect play caller to scare the crap out of Alabama and, and, uh, and Saban. I don't – I mean, I, I always pick Alabama, so I assume Alabama would still win. But that's, you know, McSorley and, and what are still a lot of really, really good rangy receivers – uh, and, and a potential matchup nightmare in Gasicki and all that, I, that's exactly the kind of team that could uh, stumble into scoring a lot of points on Alabama. So that's just – I want to see if that's true. There? I mean, of course, they, <laughs> I, will I, – I do not – know what I need to know yet about either Alabama's offense or Penn State's defense. I think Penn State's yes, defense is actually very you, good. I asked you yesterday. Um, and I think I that Alabama's Penn State offense. defense that good, question huh. mark? And, of course, you gave me a rational answer that wasn't just yes or no. But it felt like Penn State defense that good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, uh, Akron and Pitt, so we'll see. But they, you know, as, I, as I've talked about before, the last half of last year, their defense was very, very good. Not like Alabama good but to like top 10 or 15 good. And so now they're reasonably healthy. They lost that one cornerback, but they have two more. Um, they don't have the depth that Clemson or, so, or Alabama has, but the starting 11 is pretty solid. So if they stay healthy, um, that, that re- they really might have what they need to get into the playoff. We'll see. Um, they, they, were, Wait, you, they are still inefficient offensively. You owe me two more teams and then we're nervous, out of here. But, Oh, okay. Uh, Alabama, Penn State, and then Oklahoma by far against. Just looking at the top team. I mean, honestly, Oklahoma, USC would be fun as hell. Uh, I'd love to see how Oklahoma could match up with Clemson this year because they have a better offensive line than last time. But the downside of that would be watching exactly the same Oklahoma Clemson yep. game that we saw the last couple of times. So, yeah, give me, give me OU, USC, Penn State, Alabama. Boom, perfect. All right, hey, so, look um, at that. We thank everybody for listening. This is I thought we did pretty good for our first. This is to the week two S&P Plus analytics show. Right. We had extra time. We got all the way to the very nice. All right. We'll see you guys time. on the full show on Wednesday.